Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about our Instant Pot Bucket List. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy Instant Pot recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash IP bucket list or you can search recipethis.com for bucket list. How to do natural release on the Instant Pot. I know natural release and quick release or natural pressure release and quick pressure release is like learning a foreign language. A bit like trying to teach me Chinese. When you first get an Instant Pot, it's like, what's all this jargon about? And why do I need to learn it? And what are all these Instant Pot experts talking about? Well, with so many readers asking us, today's episode is dedicated to natural release. And next Friday, which will be episode four, is going to be all about quick release. I also have more step-by-step info on recipethis.com. You can search natural release on there or quick release and you'll find it there because I thought it would be handy to include some step-by-step photos because it's not all about the listening all the time. Sometimes we also need some visual. So let's dive in, shall we? So first of all, you probably want to know what is a natural release. Natural release in a nutshell means that let's say you're following a recipe and it says to cook for five minutes plus natural release. Then basically, this means that you would cook it for the normal cook time and then you would just keep the instant pot on and going uh, until the, uh, the pin dropped down. So in other words, until all pressure has released from the instant pot so that if you then change the valve from sealing to venting, no steam would come out because it had already done it naturally. There is not many recipes that call for an entire recipe to be done on natural release. I'm thinking of um, instant pot jam when I'm thinking about that because if you have not done a natural release, like I screwed up the first time I made jam in the instant pot, is that what happens is that as you go to do a quick pressure release, you end up with all the syrup coming off the jam, coming through the steamer that's going to scald you and cause you a lot of pain, uh, not to mention covering your walls in jam. So those are the kind of recipes that use it for the whole duration. And, you know, most of the time, recipes call for both. And by both, what I'm talking about is you might see a recipe that says... 10 minutes cook time, um, allow pressure to release for 10 minutes and then do a quick pressure release. 
which if I was an instant pot newbie now, that would really, really freak me out. And I never really understood it when I first got an instant pot, when we were first getting it and getting it out of the box and doing our first few recipes. We didn't really understand that. But basically that means you cook something for 10 minutes. You uh, will then see that on the instant pot, it or depending what brand of pressure cooker you've got, it'll then read zero when you've finished. And then if you do not cancel it and release the pressure immediately, what it'll do is it'll start counting up again. Like, for example, it always starts L000. And then you'll see L001, 02, and so on. So what you want it to do is, after the instant pot is actually beeped, is to count up for 10 minutes. And then let's say you're following a recipe that's 10 minutes cook time, 10 minutes natural pressure release. Once it's hit that 10 minutes, you now flick the the ceiling across to venting and then release whatever remaining pressure remains. And this is kind of where you're doing a bit of both. And when we do it in the Milner kitchen, when we are doing a bit of both, it tends to be things like rice because you are steaming the rice and then you want to leave the rice a little bit longer just so that it can finish off. And the same rule often applies to meat because it's like meat likes to be left to rest. So you'll add a little bit extra time when you're doing something like a stew so that the meat has some time to uh, just finish its cooking process slowly before you release the pressure. But one thing that is confusing is that when you say see a recipe for instant pot chicken, let's say uh, whole chicken, for example, the problem that we have is that nobody ever seems to have the exact same cooking time. You know, you can see perfectly cooked chicken breasts and every single one of them will be different. And this is normally because some pe- somebody has cooked it and they've done a quick pressure release. So they might have just done 20 minutes and that's it, it's over and done with. Whereas someone else might have done 15 minutes and then 10 minutes of natural pressure release. So the chickens carried on cooking afterwards you've ended up with the same perfectly cooked chicken. It's just a different way to go about it. I personally do not like too much of doing the natural pressure release all the time because I may have put dinner on. Then I might be sat down in the living room with the kids watching something on TV. And I know that when I hear the instant pot beep in another room, that it's my cue to get up off my lazy bum and go in the kitchen, release pressure, and then dinner's going to be ready. Whilst when it's talking about a quick pressure release or sorry, no, sorry, a natural pressure release, what you're then having to do is you're then having to remember, it's beep now, I don't go in for another 10 minutes or, you know, whatever it actually is. And I think it's more straightforward without a natural pressure release because it's easier to learn the recipe. If you're following a recipe online and it just says a five-minute cook time, well, that's easy, isn't it? You know, you just put it on for five minutes, it beeps, you're done, you're sorted. So that's what I think about it. And then 
Another thing to think about is that a lot of people, myself included, actually refer to it as a natural pressure release. This is because, you know, it's all about the pressure releasing. So rather than natural release, many do actually call it natural pressure release or the digits NPR. You'll notice in a lot of our recipes on Recipe This for the instant pot, it will say QPR for quick pressure release or NPR for natural pressure release so that you quickly know what you're doing with it, how long you've got to leave it for, if you can get it straight away, and it just makes the process of cooking with the Instant Pot quicker and easier. And you probably also want to know um, what happens to your food if you forget about it. What if you're following a recipe that's not natural pressure release, and you just forgot to turn it off as soon as it beeped? I'll tell you now, I've done that loads of times and it's only ever made a difference when I've been doing soft boiled eggs because soft boiled eggs is all about the right now and releasing pressure as soon as possible. And the same goes for something like frozen broccoli. It will end up too mushy if it's left for too long. But quite often I've forgotten about brown rice and pasta and they've been left on for a little bit longer than what they should and they've turned out fine. But next on the agenda, let me talk you through a natural pressure release so that you can fully understand it and then go to your Instant Pot recipes and follow a recipe for natural pressure release. This is typical of a natural pressure release recipe. Let's say you've got your food in the Instant Pot. You've placed the lid on the Instant Pot. You've set the valve to sealing. And now you have input your cook time. Let's say, for example, it's 60 minutes. So you've got 60 minutes on the Instant Pot and then it's going. Now, this is quite a long cook time. And, you know, it's the kind of cook time I would expect with um, a large chuck roast, a stew, or let's say you're doing some pulled pork, but the pork you're using isn't of the quality you normally do. So you want to do it for longer just so that it's going to be super tender. So everything's in the instant pot and it's ready to go. It's beeped, you know, it's getting started. Well, what I recommend you do is you go... Do whatever you want to do, whether that's some more cooking with a different kitchen gadget or maybe you're going to relax on the sofa, whatever it is. Wander about so that you're close enough to hear the instant pop beep, but far enough away where it doesn't feel like you're having to monitor it and stay right under its feet. So let's say, you know, uh, 75 minutes from now, you hear it beep because it took 15 minutes to go to pressure and then it was 60 minutes cook time. And then what I recommend you do is set a time watch on your watch. For example, I have an Apple watch and I will just use the time thing so that I can keep an eye on it. And then my wrist will vibrate if I've forgotten to go and check on the instant pot. And then I'll put that on for 10 minutes. And then after that 10 minutes, when my watch starts vibrating, I'll go in the kitchen 
and I'll have a look at the instant pot and I'll see if the pin has dropped. The pin dropping means that it's finished doing its natural pressure release and it's ready for serving. If it hasn't, then what I recommend you do is you wait five minutes and check on it again. Depending on what you're cooking, it can be anything from five minutes to 25 minutes for pressure release to completely do its thing. Because quite often recipes are just for 10 minutes of natural pressure release. But, you know, if you've got a lot of food in the instant pot, then it will take a long time. Or as the general rule is, if it's taken a long time to go to pressure, then the chances are it'll take a long time to naturally release the pressure. And then eventually when you do go back and the pin has dropped down, that means that you can safely remove the lid and your food is done. And it's as simple as that. It's like um, you just your food is staying warm in the Instant Pot and you're just making sure you're around to monitor it so that you know when the time's up, you can go and grab your food, but, you know, obviously you are not relying on a beep because there is no beep on the Instant Pot when the pressure is finished releasing. That is why also I prefer a quick pressure release over a natural release because you know when it's going to be done. But I also know that many of you grew up with the Instant Pots and the other pressure cookers, well, the manual stovetop ones before the instant pot and they were scary for releasing pressure. If that's you, then you can stick to more doing natural releases rather than quick pressure release. And now I'm sure you're thinking, well, that's easy. Why didn't everyone ever explain natural release to me like that? They made it seem so overcomplicated. Well, seriously, that is all there is to natural release. It's just the annoyance of having to wait for it. And now we've come to the end of this episode. What I recommend you do so that you understand the differences is to go and download episode four of season two and we can run through a quick pressure release and you can understand that in full detail too. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.